second thoughts, you know. And uh, thank you for listening on whatever, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. If that's Archer, Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, thank you for listening to us. Uh, and for this special episode, uh, we we made it, guys. We made it to episode ten. That that's fucking crazy. <laughs> Man, you need a fucking um, you need a sound effects thing. Put you some 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 clapping in the background or something. You know, <laughs> sound effects tools. Add, add in some uh clap some, some claps. Clapping, use some funny sounds and all kinds of shit you could do. Uh, yep. Uh, I'm just gonna have to sit there and edit all that shit. <laughs> but uh. On this on this episode of Second Thoughts, we doing a recap of the WWE Superstar Shakeup, and then we doing a recap of the NBA playoffs so far. So mostly we're doing is like game one, game twos. I don't think we're gonna. I don't think there's a game three that was played, but I might be wrong. But uh, let's dive right in. Uh, on uh, to uh today's episode with me I got uh I got Troy. Say what's up, Troy. What's up? And I also got Jared finally making the appearance again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, and then for the for the superstar shakeup. Uh Raw Raw now has AJ Styles. Alistair Black, uh, the mirrors, I don't, looking. I don't, I don't know how to say this dude named the Spanish guy that was beating up on Rey Mysterio. Andrade, uh, oh, yeah, there you go, Andrade, uh, Cedric Alexander, EC3, uh, Eric Young. I am not calling them the Vikings Experience. On this podcast, that shit is terrible. There are they are the uh, war riders, or ra- no raiders, the war raiders, and that's what they be. That is what they will be called by me. Now, whatever the guys say, I don't care. But I'm not calling them the Vikings experience. That shit is poo. Uh, very. Yeah, I don't. I don't know yeah. who came up with that. Vince. That's an L. Vince, the day of, dumbass, dumbass Vincent Kitty McMahon. Anyways, uh, the Usos, best tag team in the WWE. Uh, Lacey Evans, Naomi, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, The Miz, and uh, whoever Andrade got with her, uh, Celestia Vega. And then for SmackDown. Well, actually, no. Like before we get to SmackDown, how do you guys feel about the new additions to Raw? Uh, I mean, I like the Usos. They could go take some tag titles. Uh, wait, who's the? Uh, wait, who is the champion of uh, Seth Rollins? Uh, I don't see any. I guess AJ Styles would be the only one that could challenge Seth Rollins. Pretty much it. Alistair Black, maybe United States, but I guess they're going to put Braun Strowman first. 
Lacey Evans is probably going to lose at her first attempt at best at Becky Lynch, but I see in like a year or so she'll probably be champion. The rest of them, I don't even know. Ray Mysterio's washed. Ivar, you know who that is. Ricochet, the Miz, I don't know. He might be able to do something. He might get a title for. He might win the Money in the Bank. Why you playing? Yeah. The way how he's popular right now. Everybody uh, else, Cedric Alexander, I don't even know that dude. So, yeah. He's a cruiserweight, so. I think AJ Styles is the obvious big acquisition or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. It. I think he's done enough work in the uh, main event tier of SmackDown. It's, it's all right for him to get a little change over there. The Miz, another good one. He's kind of like your modern-day Chris Jericho, so yeah. makes sense that you'd put him back on Raw. I think I think you'll get AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins in a title match, and then Miz cashes in money in the bank somewhere down the line. That's, I mean, that's the only thing I can see. The Miz is going to be, what, what is it, universal champion? champion? Yeah, universal champion. Yeah, he'll, he'll get his shot. Just... Whatever, whenever the WWE give it to him. And as far as women goes, I mean, who else is going to challenge Becky Lynch on Raw? Literally nobody. So, yeah. Raw, Raw. We don't have a, a real women's. A lot of women got sent to SmackDown. Nah, you still got Sasha Banks if she stays in the WWE. Uh, Sasha Lace. Banks. Was rumored to go to SmackDown anyway, <laughs> there you go. and they sent and they sent Bailey, <laughs> and they sent Bailey. Yeah, they they literally sent Bailey instead. So there you go. Who else? That's that's pretty much it as far as like women. Ruby Riot is absolutely horrible. Sarah Logan awful. Yeah, that's. I can't even name anybody else. So Ronda Rousey's gone for. Well over a year, she'll probably be back. Like Royal Rumble, maybe if she like postpartum, whatever you call it, has her baby and is all good, she might come back. She might make a strange appearance at WrestleMania, but you never know. And Zelina Vega, she's just useless. Well, I hope Travis Brown's fast if you want her back at WrestleMania. <laughs> if he's a slow guy, then yeah, you, you might have to wait 16, 18 months. No. Yeah. Now, hold on. You got Alexa Bliss, who's still on Raw. You have... Yeah, Alexa Bliss is on Raw, that's true. You have... I'm going... I'm looking on WWE.com right now, so give it, give it a minute. This bitch is loaded, and it's slow. Uh, You still have Naomi, who's a former champion, so she could... She could possibly fight. You got Lacey no, Evans. Naomi uh, got like downgraded to tag specialist. So, but who she got she, to tag with? Who she was tagging with? Who who did she tag with last time? Like I don't know. She tagged with Bailey when we saw her on Raw, but that was just for the shakeup. Oh uh, yeah, that uh, was for the shakeup. She might do her own thing. I don't know. 
Um, I, I feel like Naomi could go with Tamina since Nia Jax isn't uh in the picture. Tamina's cool. Tamina she is go to AEW. She's useless. She she should go to AEW. This is why I'm, that's why uh, that's why I'm saying son. The women need a singles mid card champion. You can't just have one champion because there's so many women who could be like. A mid card champion, like Naomi, would be a fire mid card champion. But she, like, I don't know. It's either you're the best, or you're just there. You're going Becky Lynch level, or you're just like one of the women superstars just sitting there waiting. Oh, just Natalia, like she she's another one. Uh, Natalia, she she could win, but she ain't beating Becky Lynch. <laughs> Nia Nia Jax is on the shelf with her two ACLs. Yeah, Nia Jax might as well just call it a career. Son, you tear both your ACLs. I think she tore both. Yeah, she tore both ACLs on the same night. Yeah, just just hanging up. Uh, you still got Ronda. You got like you said, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Sasha Banks. Uh, Ruby Riot looks like a damn. She, I don't she know, Batman. <laughs> she looked like Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like fucking Ghost Rider, dog. She uh, is cool. Blue. She looks like every chick you didn't want to talk to in middle school. <laughs> uh, but all right, who? I want to see Z- Zelina at least get a number one contendership, or at least like be a part of that match. I want to. I want to see Naomi, uh, Natalia, uh, Lacey Evans. I'm glad she's about to get her shot at uh, Money in the Bank. Lacey Evans? Oh, yeah, she'll probably... Lacey Evans will probably fight... It'll probably be a one-on-one at, at Money in the Bank. Whoever wins might cash in that night. Dana, Dana Brooke needs to get a shot. Dana Brooke? Son, Dana Brooke? I'm not even a mission Alicia Fox too much, but, I mean, she's technically on the roster, but, yeah. Uh, Alicia Fott. And you eventually, eventually, I think this is going to be the SummerSlam, uh, but eventually you got to see uh, Blitz versus uh, Becky Lynch. That's why, so, damn, there's one money in the bank for each one, though. There's not like a SmackDown, there's not a Raw. There's just one money in the bank. Yeah. So, it's interesting. So Liv Morgan's I mean, definitely was, not it, winning the money in the bank. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, she could, she could win it and take SmackDown's title, but oh, I don't, I don't know. She that that's that, they shouldn't have gave Becky two belts. That was so dumb. Should have just let let Oscar keep her belt, defend it at WrestleMania, and triple threat for the. Raw tag team title. No, nah, that shit was way too long. You add in one more match like that shit. Oh, yeah, they could have cut. They could have cut somebody match like. I don't know. Nah, not they could have cut somebody's match. I I didn't have. Oh, well, they could have cut Elias. Elias didn't even need the son. Well, that whole Elias and John Cena segment, we could have just got rid of that. And it was it was fun. Don't get me wrong, it was, it was funny to watch, but come on. if if you do that, then people are gonna be complaining about oh well Asuka deserves more time and 
Because if you think about it, Elias, Elias, that Elias and John Cena thing was like, what, five minutes at the most, if that? Maybe three? And I, I mean, like, when John Cena walked in and then when John Cena walked out. That was at most five minutes. So people are going to complain about how fucking Oscar had a five-minute fucking match. People are complaining about how Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe had fucking... Nah, that shit was perfect. <laughs> that, <laughs> that shit, that shit was, was like fucking under a minute. I think he Man bragged about that in, shit. Choked him out and walked out. <laughs> that was it. That's all you needed. Some Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe, that match was poo. Like, on paper, that match was horrible. So just bang, bang, get it over with. Feel bad for people like Samoa Joe and AJ Styles because at one point, well, not that they're bad now, but like when they were like actually great, they were in a dump of a company. Yeah, yeah. Well, TNA wasn't a dump of a company at the time, but it is now. So it's oh, like, no, no, no. TNA was fire. Impact was trash. Yeah. All I know is the TNA Octagon was pretty fire. Whoever Octagon there was. That, yeah. That was yeah, that was definitely TNA. Uh, I think in Troy. Yep. That was Troy. <laughs> All right, let's move to uh, SmackDown. So for SmackDown, uh, Apollo Creed, uh, Bailey, Buddy Murphy, another cruiserweight, Chad Gable, he just left the tag team, Elias, Ember Moon, Finn Balor, Kyrie Singh. Uh, I don't even know how to describe this ugly ass dude, monster looking, fucking white guy. I don't know. Lars. <laughs> yeah, Lars. Lars wherever the fuck he attacked, uh, our troops. That that shit was weird. Uh, Liv Morgan, Mickey James, Heavy Machinery, and Roman Mickey Reigns. Mickey James got sent to SmackDown. She got sent to SmackDown. I hope. And then I seen this on Twitter. But because uh, Beck, uh, Mickey said something. She was like, "Oh, the uh, the SmackDown roster better watch out." And then uh, Becky was like, "Oh, well, you're a legend. So anytime you want to fight, just let me know." So I hope we see that match. That's the match I really want to see. And not so. Mickey James is like forty. She's not getting no title shot. I mean, they might get a match. They, they might just get like an exhibition match, but they're not. They're not giving her a title. So I don't know about the bottom shop, but she can get something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she never cracked. Been bad. Teenagers yeah. and she was bad, and now she and now we fucking adults and she's still bad. It's, that's crazy. That's when you have when you got that money. You pay to keep yourself looking nice. I don't think she paid. I think that's all natural. But hey, I could be wrong. Yeah, that's, you know. Man, what the hell? Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, the big uh sign. What well, are two big signings? Uh, well, trades. Roman Reigns and Finn Balor. That's your uh, that's your two big ones right there. Only thing is, I don't, I never, I don't see Finn Balor. I don't see Roman Reigns and Kofi Kingston ever fighting. They're too, like, baby face. You can't have two. Well, you can, 
but they need this to is not usual. stop fucking around and turn Roman Reigns heel and stop making 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 him make an ass out of himself and actually use him to his strengths. Yeah, we need him to move to the Superman God, punch is so like uh, a damn antagonist. Use him as one. Yeah. Uh, like, like I said in the group chat, I think he, I think him and Becky should be at that gray area, like Stone Cold was. Like Stone Cold, in in the beginning, he he straight up came out like a heel. People loved him being a heel, so that's why it, he was just a great heel. People, he was a fan favorite heel. So I think they should do that with Roman and Becky, so that way they shit ain't dry. But I get y'all point. Of Roman being a baby face, I'm tired of seeing that shit. Like he's about to be John Cena with that shit. Like, nigga, we've been crying for a heel turn for the longest. I mean, they're not gonna. You you can't turn Becky heel because they already tried. They they made her turn on Charlotte Flair to make people hate her. That made people love her more. And I don't know. Like her mic skills are solid. Her end game. Her in ring is solid. Um, it just, uh, I think it'd be hard, hard, and you think to just make people not like Becky Lynch unless she just like starts attacking the crowd. No, I'm not saying not not like her. I'm saying like you could you could make her a heel, but it's just like she's gonna end up being a fan favorite heel anyway. It's just how you put it. She's Becky right now is good where she's at, but Roman needs that heel turn. But he doesn't need to like be shitting on the crowd like Elias does, and fucking uh, Sami Zayn, and fucking whoever else. Just every time you go to a town, you gotta talk shit about that town. He doesn't need to do that. He needs to be like a Randy Orton type of heel. Yeah, Randy Orton kind of just be chilling, but nobody likes him. That's a fifty-fifty. Some people like Randy Orton. I don't mind him. Yeah, I think Randy is uh under. I think Randy is still a main event guy. He's not a title guy. Yeah, I mean, I would probably give Braun. I'd probably give Roman Reigns a couple like exhibition matches. I wouldn't give him a title match immediately, but on WWE, I mean, they can't. They they just they simply can't. They got to give Kevin Owens his shot. I don't like Eventually, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is, is gonna turn. He's talented in the ring, but I don't know. He's just annoying. He's about to turn on Kofi within the next week or so. And he's built like a marshmallow. (laughs) He is. (laughs) About the only dude in the business that wrestles with a damn shirt on. And when I say a shirt, literally a damn shirt, son. A shirt. Nah, son. Aaron Corbin dresses in the vest. (laughs) That's the point, son. He needs to get in the gym, do a couple crunches, and... Bust out some cardio and stop looking like a Popeye's biscuit, and maybe you know sure. he'll be less <laughs> aggravating. Yeah. <clears throat> no, but I, I think with the the shakeup, it's gonna be hard to throw some title matches in. I think the only one that's like solidified right now is AJ Styles and Seth Rollins, and that's gonna get ruined by whoever wins Money in the Bank. Which I wouldn't even be surprised if it was Braun Strowman somehow. Why you think I'm trying to put him in that match? It's unnecessary. It, no, actually, no, 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 because he's he's about to fight Joe. 
Oh, yeah, he about to... Isn't wait, didn't Drew McIntyre get switched over? Or no, he's still on. No, nah, he he's still on Raw. That was cool. So Drew is definitely about to be in the money bank, uh, money in the bank match. Man, the money in the bank matches are so whack. They need they they putting these like big big dudes in there. They need high flyers in there. They need people who can actually like have the agility. To be in a money in the bank match, not just like powerhouse dudes just slamming ladders everywhere. Old money in the bank used to be fire, so I don't care. Rob Van Dam, Jeff Hardy, uh, what's the dude named Evan? Evan something. Evan. Something. Born. Evan, Evan Born. Born. That's what I say. Evan Born. Money in the Bank was better when it wasn't a standalone pay per view. It was better when it was a single match at WrestleMania. When it was at Mania, son, it was fire. That was it. CM Punk. CM Punk, yeah. Big Show bringing uh, out a big heavy ladder. No, did y'all see on Raw and SmackDown how Shane came out? I don't know if they did it on SmackDown, but I think they did. Uh, how every time Shane came out and they were like best in the world and the crowd just kept chatting CM Punk. No, <laughs> That's that funny. shit had me joke, and then he and then he'll always say something smart. I'm like, nigga, you know, y'all and know it, they won't see him punk back so bad. Yeah, see him punk and coming back, man. Quit live on TV, <laughs> unscripted. He was done. John Cena was like, "What the hell? What is this dude talking about? I know that's not the script." Oh, yeah, right man, but... but yeah. I think the women's money in the bank would probably be the more interesting one because it just gives more opportunity for like an unknown person to win it versus like if you put AJ Styles in the money in the bank, I don't expect him to lose. You put, I mean, Jeff Hardy might be in there. He's not going to win. You put like, who else? You could put so you really put anybody in money in the bank, son. You only just need one person. Man. The only person in the match that matters is the person who's going to win. You could put whatever else in yeah, there. Yeah, you could put. You could just put five random people in there. That's why I said I think if AJ Styles in it does like enter, I, I think he has the best chance to win. Then they could probably do like. Seth Rollins versus some random dude, and then AJ Styles come in there and do his thing, steals the belt. That pay per view should be soon, too. I think next month. Yep, I think that's about. So that's all that is for Shake Up. It was almost 30 minutes. But you can edit it. You can edit it. Put. All the best stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, I saw somewhere on Bleacher Report they were like, "This is the since this is the uh, since 2008. Uh, this is when SmackDown has had the biggest star." And I was like, "Damn, it's been since 2008 since SmackDown had the biggest star. That's crazy." And I had to think about it. I'm like. It, it, I had to think about it. I'm like, okay, so you still had what Cena, Orton, Triple H, all like those are your three main guys back in 2008. 
But they were like, oh, Triple H was the biggest guy. I was like, huh. I mean, okay. I don't know if I would put Roman Reigns over Kofi Kingston as big as WWE Superstar right now. Man had a whole WrestleMania dedicated to him as Kofi Mania. Like, come on. Son, people, there was like a watch party in Africa. No, this is real. It was like a watch party in Africa just for that match. Yeah, like, they had like a celebration and uh, like a ceremony and everything. Are you telling me Roman Reigns is more important than that? Hell no. Oh, Oakland Port. Not my words. Bleacher Report, homie. Bleacher Report is poo. They they just taken whatever um, Vince McMahon said. Biggest acquisition. I hate that. Son, if it wasn't for Roman Reigns, like, leaving for cancer, man wouldn't even be, like, important, son. But he left, and then everybody hopped on his bandwagon out of respect, you know, because nobody likes cancer. Shit's whack. And then boom, yeah, he comes right. back. Everybody love him all of a sudden. If he was still in the shield, nobody would nobody would care. Mm, the shield was like a baby face uh, team, though. So, which is weird. Cause, well, that yeah. was the heel shield, like in the very beginning, how they were heels. Then yeah, nobody would give a fuck. Well, when you got the Shield going against Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Elias, or whoever else was the third person, it's like, well, yeah, no, of course they're going to be babyface. Oh, Baron Corbin. And Baron Corbin. There you go. So, who's a bigger heel? Nobody likes Baron Corbin, obviously. Man ran raw to the ground. Nobody likes Drew McIntyre. Which is sad because Drew McIntyre is six eight two fifty, and like Troy was saying, prototype heel like that dude. But that dude could be making a lot of money in the NFL. <laughs> I don't know what he could possibly play though. I guess tight end. Unless you put him at edge, I don't know. Shit, six eight. Yeah. Man, six eight two fifty. That dude should be that dude should be the universal champion at, at some point. Oh yeah. At least for like a, a four or five month reign. At least. Couple defends and finally lose it at some random pay per view. I give it to AJ. Mm-hmm. AJ beats him. That or Braun beats him. Or you could go face Samoa Joe, somebody. They got titles all over the damn place. As far as Intercontinental on SmackDown, not a clue. Uh, fuck. I think I think Elias is gonna uh, take off, take Finn Balor. Elias. He probably could take the um, Intercontinental. Yeah, I think Elias, uh, that weird ass looking dude that just came in, Lars, he's poop, yeah. Uh, Apollo Creed, and this is like maybe a triple threat type of situation or fatal four way. Uh, 
Hold on, before we before we uh switch over the NBA, I am so tired of the WWE and these six man tags as the main event or the last match of the night. I'm so tired of this shit. I mean, that's ninety nine percent of your storyline. You take a group of people that's a part of one storyline, put them against another group of people that's either intertwined yeah. or a part of another storyline, and bam, you have a match. Or you take two people that's supposed to face off, you put them in a tag team and face two other people. That's just, yeah, that's... Man. I'm so tired of a tag team match being the end of fucking Raw SmackDown, man. What happens to the good old days when it just be, uh, hey, we're going to fight for the title tonight. You know the last time the Universal Championship was defended on Raw? Wait, y'all know who we forgot about completely, which is low-key one of the like best WWE superstars. Even though he's a heel, dude's like super underrated. As a heel, I should say, is Daniel Bryan. Son, Daniel Bryan is fine. Oh, we did. And he's still on SmackDown. Daniel Bryan uh, is like the yes man was cool, but Daniel Bryan is just like Earth Saver. That shit's funny as hell. But like his his in ring is top notch. Yeah. Whether we want to admit it or not. He's been the best wrestler for like the past decade. There really aren't that many great wrestlers anymore. So you could get you could get you could easily get Daniel Bryan calling out Roman Reigns. You could get Daniel Bryan and Kofi rematch. You could get you get all kind of situations, which I wouldn't mind a, a Daniel Bryan Kofi Kingston rematch. You could get Daniel Bryan Kevin Owens, all kind of you know all kind of situations there. But there you go. Maybe they might turn him back to the yes man within the next year or so. I don't think so. I don't think they should. Jinder Mahal looks like Fardine on steroids. Jinder Mahal is nice. I don't even know where the fuck he's at. I think he's. That man still just on floating Raw. around. He's probably still on Raw. Kurt Angle, he did. Leo Rush is absolutely horrible. Leo Rush is a cruiserweight, so you're. The only time you'll see him on Raw is because of Bobby Lashley. I remember when they used to have the cruiserweights on Raw. Now they exclusively the they, 205 they, they Live. They cruiserweight title. 205 yeah. Live still a thing? 205 yeah. Live is still a thing on the WWE Network for <gasps> $9.99 a month. Why? It's <laughs> a great question. W, uh, WWE, I want my plug, by the way. I need my. Uh, I'm gonna send you the invoice. I want my money. Mandy Rose, she could possibly win the Money in the Bank. Sonya Deville. She's not gonna do anything with it though. Mandy Rose. Nah, she. I mean, she gonna win it. She could win the Money in the Bank. That's cool. But I mean, she could cash it in and still lose. Oh, true. That'd be a waste. <laughs> like we haven't seen a woman uh cash in. And just like lose on their cash in match, so I could definitely see uh, Mandy Rose being the first one. Peyton Royce could win it. I mean, when the last time we saw a tag champion as the 
the Universal, WWE, Women's, any one of those. Uh, so, uh, somebody with two belts like that. So. Uh, I mean, I personally thought Sasha Banks set. was going to win the money in the bank before she decided to up and leave. She had the best chance. She had the best, like, a story to be the next woman up. But I guess that's not going to happen because if there was, she would have stayed. They would have told her. Oh, no. I don't think she officially left. I think she's, like, well, discussing. The WWE has said they're, they're trying to get her back for the money in the bank, so they want her in there. They're, they're trying. I think she'll be a, a, a really good person to win it. But, yeah, we got to split these belts up. Just, just unifying shit. I mean, I, I could, if you're going to unify, just do it. Just make one belt. If not, you I, only need one I, person holding both of them. I, I think eventually they will. Like, uh, when it, like I said in the group chat, whenever Fox takes over for SmackDown, that's when they're going to stop. And that's in October. So, no, actually... SummerSlam. SummerSlam is when you're going to stop seeing the unified uh, belts. And we're in April, May. SummerSlam is in yeah, August. July. Yeah, July, August. So, I mean, it's close. You ain't going to see that much. Alright, I think think I'm all burnt out. (laughs) WWE, what's, what's, uh, what's next for the NBA? We're in the playoffs. Who played tonight? Three awful games. Oh. Yeah, we got to – Zach, so you're going to start doing some transitions or something? Practice some transitions. Speaking of the WWE, how about Giannis? <laughs> that shit makes no sense, but yeah. Or you could do – speaking of uh, WWE – how about Gronk? Because mm. son Gronk couldn't make an appearance at. Uh, I mean, he, it's pretty much a dead, a done deal. He's gonna end up being. I don't know. He might even be the face of the company coming soon. He he might. He actually might. I think he'll he'll start off as a baby face, and then make his heel turn, and then that'll be that. All I right, could, we're talking. We're talking too much WWE. I gotta cut us off right there. <laughs> like we we, we yeah, got yeah, like good. forty just, minutes deep into WWE. I don't. If y'all ever notice, I don't. Which I don't think y'all have to listen back to the episodes. I never really edit that much. No, I was gonna say like you gotta cut Jared out that a couple seconds ago. Yeah, I mean I thought you did, so I kind of figured, kind of assumed you did, but yeah. It's all on my phone. Like I tried to edit episode nine through the through the uh through my laptop, but I couldn't really do it like that. So I had to do it through my phone and just nah, that's too. Yeah, we'll just do it the last like two minutes. Mm, it'll be straight. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> it it NBA playoffs because we've been talking too much WWE NBA playoffs. Uh, the first game, which was Saturday, that was Brooklyn versus 76ers. Brooklyn uh, got the win, which was crazy as hell, even though Jimmy Butler had 36 points. 
Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Butler had 36 points, but uh, Ben Simmons, J.J. Redick, and Tobias Harris did not even reach double digits. Mm. Did not even reach double digit points. So, I mean, hey, Russ, uh, Russell is just. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Nah, I'm gonna say D'Lo. D'Lo is just uh, he's proving why he needs to be most improved player of the year because he had 26 points, uh, four assists, three rebounds, and he led the Brooklyn Nets to playoff win. And years they have not got a playoff win in years. Even though I still think it's gonna be a four-three series, uh, some of these Sixers get the win. Uh, that was a pretty good win for Brooklyn. Second game was just an absolute washout. What they won, one forty-five, one twenty-four, something like that. Mm, oh damn! Yeah, what? Well, uh, Brooklyn had a hundred, a hundred and twenty-six, and then seventy-sixes had a hundred forty-five. I mean, that that game. Uh, Jimmy Butler he only had seven points, but Tobias Harris actually stepped up. He had nineteen. Uh, Joel Embiid had twenty-three. Uh, ben Simmons had 18, JJ had 17. So even though ben, uh, Jimmy Butler was off, uh, the rest of the starters, they stepped up. They got it done. Uh, and Brooklyn starters, they, they, was just, they was just terrible. Like I'm looking at it, Joe Harris had four, Allen had nine, uh, and then the rest had eight and six. So... Even though Brooklyn's bench is good, I mean the starters was just playing terrible. Yeah. They the uh, the seventies uh, Brooklyn can't guard Joel Embiid is what I'm starting to notice. Even Joel Embiid is hurt, they still can't guard that man. It's crazy to me. Uh, switching over to the next game, yeah, this was a shocker. I think I said it. I think Troy said it, and I think Ramon said it. We were all predicting a sweep right here. Oh, we had a sweep. We we were ready to get out the brooms. We were sweeping that bitch. And it, it was like Saints versus Falcons last season. We, we had our brooms ready. <laughs> but uh, the 76ers got the win. Not 76ers, Magic. Uh, the Magic got a win. I don't know how. I'm mostly blaming uh, Lowry because Lowry was straight ass. Zero points. Zero I, I, points I, I from literally my, could give from more my... than zero points. Yeah, that's zero points in the playoffs. And what what the Raptors are? To, we'll see. Two seed. Two seed. This man got zero points and arguably their leader on the team. I would say is the leader on the team outside of Kawhi. Kawhi just got there. Kawhi ain't yeah, even so. Peter. He's just a guy. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. just he's he's just a, a dude. Yeah, he's good, but he's just a guy. That is a damn shame. Yeah, that's the man. I don't know. The Magic maybe are a lot better than I thought. Jonathan Isaac looks pretty good. Aaron Gordon looked really good. Um, obviously, Vucevic is an All Star. He's a legit player. DJ Isaac. In the, the first game, at least, was unguardable. They had no answer for him at all. 
I can see yeah. that series going seven. If the magic, uh, I'm going six now. Six is six. like magic and six. I'm just playing. What the fuck, son? <laughs> Wait, what the hell? That's Ramon. I it don't even. I thought what it. How, how I thought Jared left. It, All right, guys, we got a late guest. Say hi, Ramon. Hello. Did you call that man or something? Nah, I put it in the group chat. The invites, at least. So, I mean, Son, it says three people are recording. This man's not even in the on the app. Yeah, nobody's still in here. Definitely in here. Hey, we'll take it. Uh, we we're just talking about the Orlando versus Raptors. So man, I've been the listening the whole forty-four minutes. Even though like most. <laughs> Pretty much to sum it up, the Magic played really, really good in the first game, and they were absolutely horrendous in the second game. And we have a split series, one to one, going back to Orlando, where anything can happen. If yep. Toronto doesn't come out and play hard defense and knock down open threes, and if Kyle Lowry can't give them anything, then they might be in trouble. All right. Uh... That's going to be a good series now. Now that we see the Magic is just not going to sit there and just get swept. Uh, here, Here's the next series for y'all. Warriors versus Clippers. Clippers oh, seven. Oh, oh, my God. I did not expect that one. What is it, 1-1? Uh, one, one? It's 1-1, one, one, but damn, man. The Warriors just blew a 31 31- Fucking deficit. Not only that, but Marcus Cousins is out for the season. Blew his quad out, which I called immediately on Twitter. Everybody on the – every verified Twitter person talking about a lower leg injury. But you could clearly see as he was walking to the locker room, he had his shorts up, and there was literally a hole in his thigh. <laughs> Congratulations, Warriors, on re-signing DeMarcus Cousins for next year also. I mean, also, congratulations to the Marcus Cousins. The uh, GM you were making fun of a couple of weeks ago uh, was the only. Did everybody get the work? Everybody got the work. But <laughs> son, I was about to rage. I'm like, I, it ain't my internet because obviously it's fine. Yeah. Uh, just keep, that, and bam, I get booted. Yeah, just keep going on uh, about your thing. DeMarcus Cousins uh, talking about the GM. All right, so yeah, basically DeMarcus Cousins, long story short, was making fun of Dell Demps about like two weeks ago because – uh, somebody brought up the Anthony Davis situation to him, and he's, he was acting like he already knew Anthony Davis was going or whatever, and he was saying how Dell Demps is an awful GM because he didn't sign DeMarcus Cous- or sign him, meaning himself, to a max contract. And then DeMarcus Cousin blows his quad out, so now he was looking at another minimum deal next year, if he's lucky. Or actually, I think he what? He got half of the uh, minimum 
Five mil. Lakers and seven. So. Man just came in here saying Lakers and seven. <laughs> wow, yeah. Yeah, he was making, making fun of Del Demps, and Del Demps was the only one willing to give him a substantial amount of money. He turned down two for 40 for one for five, and it looks like he's going to get stuck with one for five again. So he lost out on potentially $30 million. Yep. Um, man, should we say how Patrick Beverly is playing like the best? He like he's playing like one of the best. No, nah, actually, no. He's playing. He's being the best defender in this series because he's really getting up a Kevin Durant skin. Oh yeah, he might be the best defender in the league, regardless. But the fact that he's like six feet tall and he's defending KD, and not that he's giving KD a hard time, but he's just like one of those annoying pests that you just can't chew away. Uh, I would give that to Drew Holiday as being one uh, the best defender, but that's just me. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, there's a couple guys you could throw in there. Yeah. Kawhi, of course, is also another one. Oh, yeah, Kawhi. A little bit overrated defensively. Not saying he's not one of the best, but the metrics don't show him as one of the best. So it's weird. Yeah. Uh, Paul George is another good defender, but he – I don't know. He he gives up the drive a lot. To my liking. Uh, all right. The Spurs versus Nuggets. Uh, I I even said it. This could come down to seven uh seven three Nuggets or seven three Spurs. So I like how this series is going. It's it's a very good series. Uh, Nuggets were young. Nuggets could have definitely uh. One game one if they weren't settling for all those threes. Uh, but game two, I'm glad they they uh they took what they could get, and Jamal Murray was just fired during that fourth quarter. Yeah, he was a guy the Pelicans should have drafted instead of Buddy Heald, but no, they take Buddy Heald, trade him for Demarcus Cousins, and they're left with nothing. <laughs> they're left with absolutely nothing. Literally, zero. I'm, don't we, didn't we, didn't they get a draft pick or some shit? Uh, yeah, we traded Merrick. We, we traded our draft pick with yeah. Buddy. So that was just. So we lost our everywhere. first that year. We lost Cousins because he didn't resign. Buddy Heald, who's turned into a pretty solid offensive player, but two years from now, Jamal Murray is going to be a top five guard in the league and Buddy Heald's going to be 29 years old. So. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's just unfortunate. Hey, he'll have uh Luke uh, Walton or whatever, but Luke as his uh, coach. Luke Walton's a great coach. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's got the, uh, he's got the, uh, the genetics, as far as the brain power goes, you know, his dad was a, a fine player. He was a decent role player himself. He knows the game. Uh, I mean. He did, he did good as an interim uh, coach. I mean, he did just Warriors. fine with the Warriors. I mean, I understand it's the Warriors, but coaching's still a thing. <laughs> like, if I go coach the Warriors, they're probably not going to get the first seed in the West. <laughs> right. True. 
I didn't even know Ramon was in here. Is that right? Uh, all right, what, so that series is also one one. So yeah, that series one one. Uh, Boston and Pacers. Uh, Boston just won tonight, so now the series is uh two zero. Uh, Kyrie is playing out his mind. Yeah. Boston's lucky that the that uh Indiana doesn't have Oladipo because if they did, this series might be they might be down two zero. Because they played like garbage both games, if we're being honest. Boston? Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they've been awful. Uh, Ky- Kyrie had 37 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists. Uh, Tatum had 26 points, 2 assists, 4 uh, rebounds. Tatum is a future Pelican. Uh, Brown has 6 points, 1 assist, 9 rebounds. And Goran Hayward had 13 points, five, zero assists, five rebounds. So, solid game for Gordon Hayward. He's starting to get get his his old self back. You can kind of see it. He's he's hustling more on defense. He's it's it's probably a mental thing at this point because obviously he's 100 percent by now. So, mm-hmm. and usage rate on offense is the reason why his numbers are down because obviously you got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown taking point or taking numbers away from him, touches and whatnot. Jason Tatum looks like a bona fide superstar, though. I mean, more, he was more so, excellent. I would say more so Tatum than Brown, because Brown is not like uh, Brown really basically like on offense, he, he's either cutting to the basket, hitting a wide open three in the corner. He doesn't actually, you know, do any Craig his own ball. shot. Yeah, he he just, he, he he's a guy who's just, you get him the ball, he he puts the shot up wherever he's at. He has the ability to slash, though. He's an okay slasher. But, yeah, Jason Tatum was excellent in game two. Looks like a bona fide superstar. He had a number of big shots. He was the one who had the dagger, put the game away, defended on both sides, or, you know, played both sides, defended, crashed the boards when needed, did everything he, he needed to do. And after that, that's that's the reason why the Pelicans – were reluctant to make a deal with the Lakers before the deadline because you could see Jason Tatum his full potential in the playoffs because obviously the regular season is not the playoffs. You're not going to give your 100 every single play unless you're Russell Westbrook. But and then you and then your 100 is not effective or efficient. So yeah. But when you when when every single possession matters in a playoff game, you can see the potential in Jason Tatum just dominating the game and doing whatever he wants offensively, defensively, and so on. And Chris Paul just got injured. Really? Oh my God! Actually, he might be all right. He just got piled up. On. Well, he didn't get officially hurt. No, he's not like, getting carried off the court, but. Looked like he might have like took a knee to the thigh or something. Uh, to wrap up that series, it's absolutely over. Boston's gonna win in probably five, maybe six. I'm going four. I still think that's a sweep. I think Indiana gets a game. Indiana's gonna get at least a game at home. They'll probably win game three. Tyreek Evans will go off again. Go by. I mean, they Miles. should have won tonight. I mean, they dominated the entire game. And Miles Turner show up. God, and Jason Tatum took over the game, and it was it. 
Like some kind of bitch. Shoot the ball and lay on an inbound pass and. Yep. This is this this next this next series. This is I'm calling this. This is a hundred percent a sweep. Like you you cannot deny that this is going to be a sweep series. Uh, Brooklyn versus Pistons. Not Brooklyn. Huh? Uh, Milwaukee. Pitt. Bucks. But yeah, Milwaukee versus Detroit. Detroit get the game. Get, get Milwaukee beat them by like what forty five in game one and like thirty in game two. Yeah, that that series is done. That series, no way. Nah, I mean, when your your best player isn't available for the series, like it's automatically it's it's over with. I'm not sure what Blake Griffin did. That that series is a wrap. It's gone. Either way, get Blake Griffin out of Detroit. Get him out of there. Where's he gonna go? Nobody wants that contract. Uh, somebody, I don't know. Just get him out of Detroit. Nobody wants that contract. Somebody might take that contract. Nobody, nigga. Nobody wants the white side contract. Fucking uh, Blake's contract is worse. There's been worse contracts, and people have taken worse contracts. I think Blake Griffin made a mistake signing with the Clippers. I really think he should have went to the Suns. Somebody took Mozgov's contract. Come on. Somebody took Blake's deal. They got, what, three years left after the season at, like, 36 per, something like that? I don't know. I could see a team like the Suns trading for him. I mean, he he pretty much was about to sign there and then decided to stay with the Clippers. I don't know. I think he would be a great fit with the Suns. Add a little bit of playmaking, take some of the pressure off D-Book and crash the a little next to Aiton, but I don't know. Man, D-Book's not even about to stay in there. He's under contract for five more years, so he ain't got a choice. Right? That's an L. <laughs> Well, I mean, they could rebuild around them, but they need a they need a point guard so bad. They need a point Man, guard and a stretch four, and they need to get rid of some small forwards. Josh Jackson is awful, and uh, let's see. All right, always happens when you're talking. All right, I know. Go right, back to, go back to your point. All right, so what I said, all right, I think the Suns, if they could small forwards. pick up Blake Griffin, and then I would try to move Josh Jackson in some pieces to get Lonzo Ball, and then you're looking at Ball, Booker, nah, Uber. Nah, you really don't need to go – you really don't need to go get Ball because you got the second overall pick. And you know Zion's going number one, so you could just pick up your point guard. And uh, that's if they land number two, because with the draft lottery this year, they do top. Oh four, yeah, so the Suns yeah, could end up yeah, yeah, with yeah. six. So yeah, it is four. It is uh fourteen percent by everybody, so it's no guarantee. You're right. There's gonna be some random team that gets that first pick. It's not gonna be a next. It's not gonna be like the Knicks or like the Cavs. It's gonna be I just feel like Lonzo Ball is like the perfect fit for the Suns. They need playmaking and defense, and that's literally what Lonzo Ball is. He's a playmaking point guard who just so happens to be six six and have good length on defense. I think Lonzo needs. I th- I feel like Lonzo really needs to stay in L.A. now. Like not it. 
Lonzo Ball is essentially like fucking LeBron James minus the scoring. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think uh, he's a bad fit with Los Angeles, but LeBron LeBron either needs to give up being like the every possession ball handler or he needs to just be like a Kawhi Leonard. Catch the ball, make a move to the basket, either take the shot or pass it back out. Yeah. Like just be a normal he, small forward. He gives that up to to uh to ball and, and uh ball and you know, to do the playmaking. And Ingram sometimes too. But it's like when you when you see LeBron doesn't have the ball in uh in his hands, he's just like disengaged. He he's not really doing anything. He's not setting a pick. He's not moving around or anything. He's just sitting in the corner. Yeah. He's not even going to he's not even going to post up anymore. So it's like, come on now, LeBron. What the fuck are you doing? Lonzo would fit it pretty well though in Phoenix if they don't get like the if they don't want to get Morant or if they don't get the number two Chicago would be good too. I seen something Chicago. The two best fits in my opinion for Lonzo Ball is the Pelicans and the Suns. That's like the only two teams that he would fit perfectly on, in my opinion. A team or teams that could ascend with him, meaning you need a team who's got a, a number two that shoots or that that can score well, but isn't a great playmaker. Obviously, New Orleans has Drew Holiday. He's a good playmaker, but when playmaking is his primary role on offense, he turns the ball over too much. With the Suns, you got D-Book, pretty much the same as Drew Holiday, except minus the defense, of course, but a little bit better of a shooter, of course, but he doesn't have the defense. I don't know. I feel like Ramon's glitching out the uh, thing now because he's not even showing up for me. He hasn't shown up all night. Did we finish all the series, or we still got one? Uh, right. No, did we talk about Rockets versus Utah? Rockets, oh, no, Rockets, yep, versus, that's it, Rockets, Ro- Rockets versus Utah. Then we're gonna finish up with uh, OKC in Portland. Rockets versus Utah. So we got a two zero series lead for Houston. This game's or this series going back to Utah. I do oh. think the series is over, right? But Utah is definitely gonna win at least one at home, and they could win both because they they play so much better at home. Their defense will be alive. The crowd will be in the game. They'll probably win one, maybe even both, but Houston takes it in six still. Utah would be a decent, solid fit for Blake Griffin. That'd be a great fit for Blake Griffin. Utah? Yeah, I mean, the only thing Utah really is missing is scoring because they have a great defense. He, He would be their best scorer because he could score inside, outside. He's got a little more size. Then you can rely on Donovan Mitchell to be more of that that shooter on the outside to keep the floor stretched. Yeah. And you don't have to beat him up in the paint because he's only like 6'3". <laughs> Utah versus Rockets. I think it's done. Yeah, I, I think y'all are right. Utah. I don't see Utah coming back from this one. Yeah, the series is over. They're gonna still win one though. They might. They might even win two. But it's over. Houston's moving uh, on. They trade for like a playmate, like a 
stretch four and get some bench help, and they'll be straight. Yeah, because yeah, then you could, you could take Blake Griffin, insert him into the starting lineup, and then you can pull uh, Derek Favors off the bench to kind of bring Blake, some energy to the second unit. I think that'd be a great fit. Blake yeah. and Kevin Love would be solid additions. Yeah, Kevin Love's oh, got to get out of Kev- Cleveland. He's got Kevin Love, yeah, he has, he definitely has to get out. Of he is way too talented to be playing like literally with a bunch of fry cooks. He's literally on a team with a couple of dishwashers and a couple fry cooks. Like Colin Sexton is awful. Uh, Tristan Thompson's awful. Uh, the people that needs to get out of Cleveland, uh, Jordan Cl- Jordan Clark- Clarkson. Yeah, he's yeah. He he needs to get out of Cleveland before he he gets too old. Uh, J.R. Smith. Uh, the J.R. Smith Kevin, play this year. I feel like they had J.R. Smith on the bench the whole year. They did. He didn't even show up to the facilities and shit like that. Like they did. J.R. Smith got got Carmelo Anthony before Carmelo Anthony got that fucking treatment. That's what basically happened. J.R. Smith out here getting Nipsey Hustle tattoos. Which is weird, but okay. Uh, but yeah, J.R. needs to go, Jordan needs to go, and Kevin Love needs to go. No arguments here. I think Kevin Love would be a fine fit on a handful of contending teams. Or Kevin Love or Blake Griffin, uh, the Trailblazers would be kind of fire too. Kevin Love, Kevin Love. perfect fit on the Trailblazers. Yeah, Kevin Love on the Trailblazers. Kevin Love with uh, OKC or the Rockets. Yeah. Oh, Kevin Love on the Rockets. Yeah. That would be a nice Kevin fit. Love would be Kevin Love fit with Utah, the Suns. And he could go to the Clippers. The Clippers would be a good fit. The Clippers have to get a big name. Kevin Love's a big enough name. They got to get somebody in there. Yeah. They got a ton of cap space. So they, they could probably pretty much, if they really wanted Kevin Love, they could trade for him for just a draft pick or two and not even have to give up any players because they would have the cap yeah. to take him on. But this is he max? Because I think he signed a contract he after just got, LeBron. signed a max contract. Yeah, so now you lose your max spot. I think the Clippers had two max spots. Yeah, I, I feel. I feel like I feel like if you don't land, if you don't land uh, KD or Kawhi or another max player, then you pick up Kevin Love. You, sure, you could land Love one of those and trade for Kevin Love, and then bam, you got Kawhi and Kevin Love. And you still got uh, Lou Will coming off the bench. With Lou Will, Shea Gilgis Alexander, and uh, who's your big man? Montrez Harrell. Shit, that's that's a squad. As a matter of fact, I hope they don't do that because we don't any, need any more competition in the West because the Clippers are going to fall off next year. I think Utah's going to fall off if they don't improve that roster. Yeah, they need more. They need more scoring. Don, Donovan Mitchell can't be scoring all the fucking time. Denver will probably still make the playoffs, but they'll take a significant drop. They're not going to be a two seed next year. Maybe like seven. Uh, I was going to say four. Four, five, five, six, seven. Well, I mean, the Pelicans are probably going to have a pretty stacked roster next year unless 
I mean, if you trade AD to the Celtics, you bring like two starters plus a potential third starter. If you can get a draft pick that ends up getting, you know. Sacramento. Yeah. Sacramento's going to be in the race. Nice. Well, they could just as quick as they could be on the rise, they could be like the 13th seed in the West if everybody else gets better and they don't. So, yeah, that's just how the West goes. So I think the year after next year, though, Sacramento will be they'll be ready. I still think Sacramento is like two or three years away, but yeah, I thought the Nuggets were like a year away, but shit, they're here. Nah, I, I, with good coaching, Sacramento could be in the uh, in the playoffs. I mean, that's I, good... quite, I don't know. They just don't have that guy. Like De'Aaron Fox, he's gonna he could develop into a star. I wouldn't consider Buddy Heald's game star-like material. He's more like a but a really I, good number three. I, 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 I feel like the Kings, uh, the Kings are gonna be like the Atlanta Hawks, how they used to be when they had Jeff Teague, Joe, uh, Joe Johnson, fucking uh, Josh Smith, Al Horford, and some whoever the fuck else they had at center, like Zaza. Oh yeah, yeah. How that team was, and they were like the number one team or the number two, or they were always like somewhere in the top three. But they like they never. Nobody was really a. Nobody was really the superstar. Nobody was really like, oh, this is my team. You you were just all like, all right, we're a group of good players. And Josh left to the Pistons and Zaza. And then they ascended quickly. They won 60 games in 2013, 2014. 2014, yeah. And had Kyle Corbin. They had four All-Stars. Yeah, that was the year they shouldn't have got four, but yeah. Kyle Corbin has an All-Star. Come on. I don't know. Kyle Corbin had a great season that year. He averaged like 13 points a game, shot like. 53% 53% from three, 58% from the field, 95% from the free throw line. His PER was off the charts. He had a high plus minus. I feel like he was worthy. I mean, he wasn't like a voted in guy. He was an alternate, but I feel like he would, he earned it. Yeah. But, yeah, Sacramento, they're going to come up. I think their X factor is going to be Marvin Bagley, if he can really develop. He's the guy who's got the star potential, in my opinion, on that roster. I can see him developing into like a Paul Millsap type of guy. Bagley Fox, and I think start talking. Yeah, Ramon, where you at, dog? I don't even know if he's in here because it don't show his name. Yo, he, I think he said, I'm right here. But it was like really what? low. Harry Giles. I said Harry Giles. Right. Oh, Harry Giles, yeah. Yeah. I mean, be... Giles got hurt, right? Towards the he end? Got hurt, like before his life. I think he got hurt like in college and then he got like hurt in high school. No, but, no, like, no I meant like injured at Duke. He didn't even play. Yeah. No, I meant like he got hurt during sometime towards the end of the season. When they were trying to make a playoff, I don't really remember to be honest. I think I was just watching the game, just to watch the game. It might have been like Heat versus the Kings. 
that's the only reason why I fucking saw it. Cause I, I, I live like I, I, live, I live in New Orleans. So I ain't fucking catching the Kings game. I would like to see a Kings game. If so, if somebody could give me NBA league pass, that'd be great. You know, but hey. Uh, shit. And the last series before we uh, anchor, and I said it right this time. Anchor before <laughs> before anchor uh, kicks kiss a, kick us out again. Uh, OKC versus Portland. I'm disgusted with the series. Russell Westbrook is. I'm not gonna call him trash, but it, like he like his stats mean zero in the regular season. Like. I don't know. You can't score 19 points a game on 18 and a half shots with zero defense. A lot of effort, but zero defense and expect to win. I mean, in my opinion, this series should have been – they should have ran away with this series. It should have been a sweep. But instead, they, they're down 2-0 to a team that doesn't even have its third best player. That's just absolutely unacceptable on all levels. I had OKC in six. I'm going to actually switch my pick. Trailblazers in five. Damn. I must think, well, I picked fucking – I think I picked OKC to sweep them, but I – No, I had OKC in five. But it Trailblazers. might have been five. I think we had them in five. Trailblazers. Yeah. Obviously, that pick is already busted because they can't win in five, so they're going to have to either win in six or seven. I'm going to actually stick with OKC. I think Russell Westbrook takes a – takes the back seat at home and Paul George, unless his shoulder is still messed up that bad, can lead him to two victories, tie the series up, and I think if that happens, OKC's gonna win in seven. Who's going to win? Uh, I'm going OKC. I think I picked OKC in seven. Uh, I'm go- now. I'm. Well, I think I did, but if I didn't, uh, I'm going OKC in seven now. Uh, but who who they got next? The the Rockets in the next year? No, they don't. Either way, they, got, they uh, either got the Spurs got or the Nuggets. So I mean, like OKC has like, the easiest route you'll ever see a six seed have to get to a conference finals. You either get a team that's lesser than you or a team with zero experience. So they have no excuses. They need to batten down the hatches. Russell Westbrook needs to give the ball up and and, and be the second fiddle to, to Paul George and allow him to win them the series because he can. He is the best player on the court. And but Paul George is going through that shoulder uh, problems. If this is 100% healthy Paul George, Paul George will be straight up destroying this team. But that's not a healthy uh, 100% Paul George. He's being guarded by like Evan Turner. What? Evan Turner. <laughs> and he's still uh, dropping buckets on Evan Turner, though. Let's get this clear. He's getting buckets, but he's missed a couple wide-open threes. Yeah, that was, that was that. Yeah. But he even said it that first game, he was just trying to get his rental back. In the second game, he kind of got his rental back. So, I mean, like I said, if this is a 100% healthy Paul George, and then if this was the Paul George that was playing like he was uh, before he got hurt with that shoulder, like that MVP type of, sh- type of shit that he was doing, Paul George, yeah, this series would be a GG. This would be a sweep, but. 
we don't have Paul George at 100%. So that's unfortunate. Yeah, man, I I, I want I want to see Dame uh, get to the Western Conference Finals. Hopefully, get to the uh, NBA Finals, but that's not happening with just those two. You have to get somebody. Yeah, it's, that's not happening. If you think about it, this is the year that they could actually do it, though. I mean, whoever wins out of OKC and then Portland's my pick to to face the Warriors in the conference finals, and I think that series will go five or six. <laughs> Starting to, uh, yeah, I ain't gonna say it, but you you you're getting there. All right, let's start wrapping it up, fellas. Let's go. Yeah, basically, OKC's down 2-0. They're going to have to step it up. They have, Whoever wins this series has a very, very, very high possibility to see the Warriors in the conference finals. And, yeah, we're going to see the Warriors play, who knows, in the championship. Uh, I hope the 76ers, because that's, like, that's the, that's the only good, because if they get – if they get if the Warriors get Boston, that's a sweep. I think the Bucks could give them the most trouble. Oh, I forgot about the Bucks are literally like another, they're like a clone Warriors team with lesser ability to knock down the three. But they have better defense though, so Yep. Like way better defense. So I mean, it just depends. True. It really just depends. Uh, all right, any last words about WWE? Uh, actually, no, Ramon, give us your uh, your quick little review of the shakedown. Me and them putting Finn Baylor on SmackDown, that's, that's good. He'll hopefully get a better storyline, Roman Reigns, on SmackDown. Bruh. Bruh. I, I, I know I said quick, but damn. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe Ramon could give us that little review on Sunday. Uh, Troy, your shout out? Uh, is that Ramon? Is he talking? I heard it click like somebody joined. I don't know. All right. Anyway, you can catch me on Twitter at NolaTroy504. Follow me on Twitch at 504BoyTroy. We're about to go live. You don't know that, but I'm about to go live. And, yeah. All right. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, Anchor is just having a lot of technical difficulties tonight. So this is the outro. I'm just doing it by myself. Uh, Like I said, you can catch me uh, on, on Twitter and Instagram at zscott80. Uh, you can catch me on Twitch. Uh, I'm about to go live with Troy in a few minutes. Uh, at Zachariah Scott three. Uh, and you guys also check out the uh the Second Thoughts podcast Twitter. That's where we always post links. We give updates. You can give us ideas, feedbacks. We're gonna start doing polls. Uh, we're doing shoutouts. All that jazz. Uh, 
follow us on Twitter, and then uh, follow Ramon and the rest of the team and Jared and everything like that. Uh, next episode is going to be, well, we're going to record the next one Sunday. It might be Sunday afternoon. If it's Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, then it's going to come out Monday. If it's uh, if we record it early Sunday, then we're gonna then I'm gonna release it and edit Sunday. It just depends on what time we all get together and uh, talk about the next thing. Next episode is going to be uh, about the NFL draft. We're gonna do we're gonna talk about the schedule. We're trying to talk about the same schedule: Chargers, Panthers, uh, all your other favorite teams. So if you wanna you want us to predict and talk about the the schedule, let us know. Uh, and we'll talk about it, and then we're going to do a quick first-round mock draft, us four. We're all going to do the mock draft, hopefully us four, but I don't know. Uh, We're going to do the mock draft, so all right, guys. I, I try to do this as quickly as possible. All right, guys. Peace. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, Like I said, we're all of it. We're, the podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Breaker, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So catch us out on there. All right, peace.